hitting for it. Yo! Ladies Yo. and gentlemen, I would say boys and girls, but you know what I mean? Too young to be listening to this kind of, you know, to this podcast if you're a little girl, a little boy. But um for boys and girls at heart and in mind, <laughs> those who identify as otherwise, welcome to the brand new. This is the first episode Uh-oh. of the Life Be Lifing podcast. Hey. hey. I love it. For those of you who were uh, fans and listeners of the Two Kings 215 podcast, um, I ain't going to spill all the beans, but we had a little host shakeup, you know what I mean? A little change of things, changing of the guard, as they say. And um, my man decided that he's going to help with the podcast from behind the mic and behind the scenes. And Big Misha stepping up to the plate as the new full-time host, co-host along with me. Yellow. So, you know what I mean? We couldn't call it two kings no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, I got sometimes right? I got that big dick energy going that's, on that's over the, here. You know, this pause. I, I don't, mean. I don't rock. I don't, I don't rock with big dick energy from women. I'm cool. I, I like <laughs> queen wow. I'll take boss babe energy. Oh, boss babe. Okay. You know I mean, I'll take all that. I'll take all that. <laughs> you know I mean, I'll take Viking energy, but you know, big dick energy. You know I mean, uh, sounds listen, discriminatory. It I don't does. Like it. And my grandmother said that women have dicks; <laughs> they're just not as big. So okay, okay, grandma and grandmas aren't wrong. So they're never wrong. That. So it's she told me, me it was cool. Listen, she so I'm gonna silently, I'm silently hold my opinion on that. <laughs> out of respect, okay. grandma, all, you know what I mean? all right, all right, <laughs> but um. Again, you know what I mean? Misha ain't new to this. She's true to this. Y'all heard her on multiple episodes on the Two Kings 215 uh, podcast. So it was only natural that if I'm going to bring anybody else, you know, to, to step up after my brother, I bring my sister on. Family affair, you know. Yeah, I like it. I and for the it. first episode, we've been blessed to be blessed with one of the most arrogant say no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Really? Old personality, a very intelligent woman, very well spoken. Um, he is rude. She is rude. Wow. But that's cool. I'm working that's on that. Got exactly. through with I, me yet. I, I, I think that's all subjective about, now. Thank you. Thank you. She knows she's rude and she's perfectly wow. fine with it. But I'm wow. also perfectly fine with it because I don't roll with perfect people. I'm there not we, perfect. Me and them not going to work out. You feel me? I'm a Taurus, and they say we some of the rudest on the face of the earth. So I don't know. See? I'm not like, you. You mean? I'm a Leo, so I think that just listen. My best friend and my dad are Leos, and yeah, y'all can. You are so blessed. Look at your life. Oh Mm -hmm. my god! I know all about y'all. Oh, and my little bro is a Leo too. So oh wow. Y'all get y'all get real y'all get real ratchet with it sometimes. Oh my no, never, yes. not me. Yes. Not me. Like, little bipolar, little, little bipolar sometimes. Oh no, 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 we not. No, but you seem cool though. You seem cool I, though. So I'm not gonna put I'm, that on you. I'm talking cool about them. <laughs> she always seemed cool at first, wow. but you know she got wow. she got some stuff in the pocket, man. She's versatile. <laughs> You know what I'm saying one minute really child of God, next minute y'all might want to box. But you wow. know what? <laughs> what I love about her is that she's versatile, man. She she's anything she needs to be and everything she needs to be at the right time. 
Little patch kid. That's what really matters. Is when the time. You know what I mean? When the time comes for. Right. Little soft patch kid. First she saw it and she sweet. Yo, my fiance calls me that, but we're not going to get into that. We. Look at you. Look at you hitting from long distance. All the time. All the time. All the time. Like daily. He love you though. That's all that matters. Facts, 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 and I got mad respect for it too. Uh, so that's why I was, you know, hyped to have her be the first, you know, have her christen the podcast. You know I mean, we got really Rita, Rita, really, which one is it? Let me make sure I got it right. I ain't trying to say it wrong. <laughs> really Rita. Really Rita I'm from really Rita. the Problematic Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, The yes, Problematic yes. Podcast. If you haven't listened to Really Rita and her co-host Whitney on the Problematic Podcast, you're tripping and you're slipping. I'll make sure to post the link so y'all can catch up and get in order, okay? Check they us got out. Some check good us going out. On over there. They're in season two right now. We yeah, are. They, they, they got all types of energy, okay? They got the hot girl energy one minute. They got the auntie <laughs> energy the next minute. Definitely. They got the, you know, cleaning up on Sundays, the gospel energy. They listen. <laughs> yes. yes. Versatile, man. Yeah. Versatile. They had Rock me cracking up today when I was listening to uh, Auntie Knees. Listen, it's real. It's real. At some point, you got to transition from the hot girl summers to uh, the the auntie, the auntie energy, fall, and that's fall down falls. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that that is definitely we are in that transition period, and we know we're not alone. So yeah, <laughs> it is truly a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for sliding through. And um, the topic, ladies and gentlemen, um, I felt as though it would be fitting being that this is International Women's Month, you know, the Ooh. anniversary of Title IX. And um, <laughs> we really at a time right now where, you know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to have these conversations um, between women and men, not just men having a conversation with men, not That's just women true. having a conversation with women, but kind of like seeing what we could have in the middle so that some understanding could be met and, and benefit could be gained on both sides as far as, you know, women athletes and the pay gap. So let's yeah. get right to these shits. First question oh, yeah. I'm going to ask to test the temperature. Listen, man, we do everything live. We don't do no scripts. Okay? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't get no notes before I, I hopped on. So this is the come up real with a topic. Deal. I don't ask nobody what they finna say. Is you come on and you get yeah, no censorship so, here. <laughs> this is none off the cuff, no, ladies and gentlemen. Prep for these questions. So the first question I got to test the temperature in the room. Do you ladies believe that the WNBA players should be paid as much as NBA players? I'm going to shut up. I'll, I mean, yeah, I'm about to say, I'm going to let the guests go first. I'll, I mean, I'll start. Um, no, I don't believe they should be paid as much, but the caveat to that is I also don't believe that NBA players should be making as much as they make. Some of those contracts are re like they're astronomical. They are ridiculous. No, I do not believe that women players need to be paid as much as the male players. However, I do believe that the WNBA players specifically are long overdue for some pay increases, long overdue. And we know it can be done financially and it's just not being done. I don't feel like their, their collective bargaining is being like fair 
um, and making sure that uh, these ladies get what they want, which is why they go and play overseas, because it's easy for them to, you know, take their talents to a place where they are appreciated and that appreciation is shown in the form of dollars. So no, I don't think the pay needs to be equal, but I definitely think it needs to be equitable when it comes to their their contracts and how they're getting paid and the, the slice of their pies. It's like, come on now. I make more than the average WNBA player. That Ooh. shouldn't happen. That Ooh. I mean, it shouldn't happen. It should not happen. Ooh, it shouldn't be that look way. look that up because that might be the case for me too. That's right. I mean, that that's a fact. Like that is a certified fact. I earn more than the average WNBA player. There's what's, something wrong with that. What's that? 79,000, oh, oh, oh. I think was like for their last contract um, negotiation period. That's like their average based on like what their lowest they can be paid. And I think the highest they can make is like $295,000. That's like their cap. So mm. Yeah, average player making under 80 grand a year. Come on. That's tough. We can't do better than that. I ain't saying you got to pay them all LeBron numbers, but we can't do better than I work in accounting numbers. Like, come on. I'm just saying, like, am I wrong? I don't know how y'all feel about it. I mean, by the way, slight flex. Miss accountant with the slight flex on y'all. I am Continue. not an accountant. I have I so I'm not an accountant. <laughs> Working in accounting. Oh, okay. I don't slight flex. Uh, but keep it going. Misha, it's on you. Um, so you know, we've had multiple conversations about this, and you know where I stand. I do not think they should be paid paid as much as NBA players. Um, why? Not because they don't deserve it, but because where is that? money going to come from the WNBA does not bring in the same numbers as NBA um and although I do feel like women are underpaid just because they're women um people also don't watch women's sports because it's women so we have to really think about the backstory for why women aren't equally paid and I mean it goes deep it runs really deep why you know this whole women aren't paid equal across the board thing started because do I feel like women deserve to be paid as much as a man in some respects yes but sports is not one of them because athletics wise athleticism entertainment wise women just don't do it and it's funny because I was talking to the mom of the young lady. I go watch play sports all the time last night. And, you know, we were talking about her wanting to pursue WNBA. And, you know, the conversation came up about it's just really no money in it, to be honest. Like, you really have to be a superstar for them to even want to pay you top dollar. And for you to tell me, Rita, the top dollar is 295 k for all that you put your body through. Oh, that's crazy ridiculous to me. Right. And I'm right. ball. And I'm just like, right. the stress on your body. And that's all you're going to give me to entertain a bunch of people that really probably don't, they're not at the games they really want to watch. They're probably bringing their daughter because she wants to be in the WNBA. Right. Right. I mean, really, that's crazy to me. So, no, I don't think that women in sports are ever going to be paid as much as a man because they cannot perform like men. But then it's like, I have this gripe about women being paid equally, period, for their experience. Now, if you out here beating LeBron on the court. You need to be paid like you beat LeBron on the court. But I need somebody to beat LeBron ass on the court for me to say, you deserve these million dollar, billion dollar contracts. And and that's not to say that it can't happen. But 
logistically, that's not going to happen because people are not going to pay what they pay to see NBA players. So. Right. The, I mean, they're not, but I, I do think on the flip side of that, like, I want to say this the okay. right way. No, no, <laughs> say it. Spit it out. no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll just spit it out. I do think it's interesting. Like America is a very large country when you compare it to like a bunch of smaller European countries. And these European countries have been able to figure out how to pay women more so much so that our players go over there in their off season to pay more. You mean to tell me all the brilliant minds in the United States in the NBA and in the WA haven't been able, WNBA haven't been able to come up with a way to pay these girls more. Cause like off the top of my head, I can think of like three ways where you could probably pour more money in the women athletics, specifically in basketball. So, so yes. that's a perfect segue into what we're going to get into. All perfect right. segue. And because you're already addressed to them, <laughs> go ahead, be quiet again. And I'm going to let you get these three off right now. Please give us the three. All right. Off so I feel like European sports work better for women because they do clubs, meaning like you're not just a, a women's basketball team. You're the men's soccer team. You're the women's soccer team. It's a bunch of sports put into these clubs mm -hmm. and the money, which is coming from soccer, because that's the biggest sport internationally, is funneling down and supporting all these other sports, which means if you get an Adidas endorsement for your soccer team in this club, Adidas is floating everybody. Everybody's getting a piece of that pie. I don't understand why we aren't linking these WNBA teams to large markets in the NBA. For example, like in a perfect world, you got Golden State, which has a large market because you got Steph Curry and they win championships and all of that. They have a G League team. And why can't they just have a WNBA team, a G League team and their NBA team and they're sharing their resources. If you just take whoever, I don't know who owns Golden State, but if they are willing to spend an extra $2 million a year just to support the WNBA, $2 million means every woman on one single WNBA team doubles their salary. $2 million is nothing to a billionaire who owns a basketball team, nothing. So why aren't we like aligning these sports? Like a lot of reason why these WNBA teams have failed before is like you get owners who are like, I'm going to buy a WNBA team. And then they don't make the money. Nobody else wants to buy it after you've proven that they failed. So then the team goes defunct. Why don't you just build those teams into the markets that are already there? Like you can't buy the Bulls unless you buy the WNBA and the G League team. Because for most of the G League teams, those teams belong to the franchise, the NBA franchise. They come together. They they aren't separated. So why isn't why aren't these teams being packaged like that? It doesn't take more money from the WNBA team. What's two, three million dollars to a person who already can afford to own a W uh, NBA team? Then you're more invested in the success of the overall franchise and not just the women's part of it or the men's part of it or the G League team. Like you're putting your money in to make sure you get a return on your G League players, your women players, and your elite NBA players. Why is that model not being used here? You can't tell me they can't afford it. Because anybody who can afford an NBA team can afford to have a WNBA counterpart team. I probably have an answer for you, but I'm just going to hold that. I know. I, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I would love to hear it. Absolutely have an answer for it. But, well, let's uh, hear go it. Now. You, no, no, go now. Because we've we've been talking our heads off. We would love to hear from you. Y'all supposed point. to. Y'all supposed to. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, so, honestly, so here's 
answer to that question. It's being tried already. So mm -hmm. when you look at, because that's the, you, you bring up a really good point. So when you look at the teams, like at one point you had New York Liberty, big market. Mm -hmm. New York is a big market. And you have the New York Knicks. No matter how terrible the Knicks are, year after year after year, no matter how many playoffs they make, they sell out games routinely. They're making money hand over fist. Right. So they kick money down. Uh, there's multiple NBA teams, including NBA teams who don't have a WNBA counterpart right. kicking money down to the WNBA because if the WNBA succeeds, it absolutely benefits the NBA. Absolutely, Being for sure. Partners, you get more money. Yeah. The problem is even with the money getting kicked down, these owners are taking losses. So yeah, there's nothing to lose $3 million allegedly until you realize you're never making the $3 million back. So yeah. if for four straight years you lost $3 million, The Knicks are doing it. But like, like I said, it's got to be in the right market because the Knicks are doing that anyway. The Knicks are losing that money anyway. Like, I, I hear what you're saying. Nobody wants to take a loss. But the, the, the bigger part or the more important part to me is putting them in a market where they're going to be successful because the money is going to be there anyway. Because you already have teams, WNBA teams, that have a solid enough fan base that these teams have been around for years. The, the league isn't that old, but their fan base is there. Link them up with people. Uh, with yeah, Like you have, so these teams... These teams exist, but you're trying to make them standalone teams like WNB, like NBA teams. And I don't think that's going to work. It takes money to run a team. You need to, you need to be selling these teams to people where money isn't really an issue. Like you said, the Knicks suck historically. They've always sucked. They spend money on blockbuster payers, players, and then them players sit on the bench for two years. Like your salary, literally that one player sitting on a bench salary could have paid for a whole WNBA team. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yes, you're absolutely right with the club's idea. And that's what I was going to mention. If you didn't mention it as a, uh, as a potential solution to increase the WNBA players money. Absolutely. Club idea is a great idea. It's just that in certain cases, in certain cases it's going to work and in other cases it's going to fail. That's true. That's and true. I think that the, Success failure gap, even at best, is going to look bad when you have, you know, like you said, uh, the New York Liberty, you'll have the Phoenix Mercury, you'll have the L.A. Sparks. These are teams where their NBA counterparts are doing so well financially, yeah, they could afford to drop $5 million a year down and never see it. Right. Yeah. The problem is that's not the case for every team in the league. Like you'll have uh, the Atlanta and as much funding as they're getting from different sources, they're still not bringing the money in. But let me say this, and like I want to be clear, I don't think every team in the NBA say that again. I'm sorry. I said I have an idea to help with that whole thing that I'll bring up later on. I don't think every team should have a WNBA counterpart or like a club, Best. but I I think it's funny, and y'all can tell me if I'm just being sensitive. Not even making it a not even making it a gender thing, but. The G League looked like it's running great. And y'all put your heads together and figured that out. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like some that means a bunch of people got into a room and strategized this. This didn't pop up overnight. The G League is looking great right now. But the reason it's looking great, because you remember how struggling it used to look? Yeah. Oh, I'm about to say they came that's a long my way. 
they, they've come a long way. Time of the WNBA's existence, mm -hmm. and you look at the time for the G League's existence. Mm -hmm. One of the big factors is young players, young right. exciting athletes who you have no idea who they are. I'm gonna right. use a perfect example of a kid I actually met before and worked with, Derek Jones Jr. People know him as airplane mode now. He'd have been in a couple of NBA dunk contests, right? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. when he was in the first one, I'm all hype. I'm all over Facebook. Yeah, yeah DJ, let's go, DJ. You <laughs> know, y'all don't remember him playing at Archbishop Carroll? He from Philly. Y'all don't. Remember? No, we don't know that nigga, bro. Like, cool. But I mean, he had to go to the G League to make his way to the league, right? Right. But that's how he made his way to the league. Those highlights, dunks, 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 dunks. Let's just be honest. It was dunks. Mm -hmm. It okay? was dunks. Yeah. I mean, that's, when you think about it, dunks get people watching women's games. Every time there's a dunk in the WNBA, you hear about it, you see it on Sports Center. Mm -hmm. Every single time. Mm -hmm. For a couple of months straight. Right. Like, okay? And I think that's the way it should be, honestly. I absolutely think you should pump that. Right. I think yeah. it goes to the point that I had that I was going to get into later about marketing, but I ain't going to get too much into it now because me still got to go. But I think that's a perfect example as to why there's the difference because the young WNBA players are coming from college. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed. But to colleges learn. have built in fan bases because I've watched do. more college basketball, especially during tournaments, than I've watched NBA games because those college games are more accessible, exciting. especially during yeah. March. And, and they're more they're exciting. exciting, period. Like, you I mean... Are. I mean, and it's I more said, on the line with the one and done. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, it but is, but like. How far, for the casual, how mm -hmm. far will somebody follow them after a highlight? Like people, like I said, they saw Derrick Jones dunking all over everybody in the G League. People started to fan him. People started to follow him. Let him dunk. Let him dunk. They didn't know that he, his dribble was average to below average. <laughs> suspect little suspect averaging five rebounds okay they didn't right. care about any of that they saw this ball flying all over the weird place and they're sitting there screaming to the nba let him dunk let him dunk i mean who, who from college basketball gets to have access to that kind of fandom before their senior year you know what i'm saying like yeah a lot of them build great stories by their senior year someone mm -hmm. like scholar diggins you know what right. I mean? Uh, Who was uh, huge, and I watched her entire college career oh, and was excited when she got drafted. Yeah. Yeah. Tarasi, Don Tarasi. Right. Like, like there are people out there. Me? It's not like it's. Followed their entire college but, career. Trust you, me. But, but that's, not, that, that's my point, though. It's not like. We're not, not following them in all the way into pro, the casual. We. Right. Right. All three of us love basketball. But we're talking about for the casual. Right. They stop once they get to the WNBA because there's nothing else to, to, to latch on to as far as what that player brings to the game. No, you, no you're absolutely right about that. But I think... Oh. I, I you kind of have to... You, I mean, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but it's never too late for a rebrand. Like, the G League wasn't always the G League that it is now. Like, 
you put the time, the attention and the effort and the dollars into anything and you hope that it grows like the G League did. So you mean to tell me all the brilliant mm. people and billionaires in the world who are putting their money into the, the NBA and the G League can't come up with the same type of strategies to help these girls transition from their college fame to professional fame? Yeah, but some rules have to change. And I'm going to let Um, And that's probably going to segue into what you're going to say, but they don't want to. That's the bottom line. They're not interested in being invested in growing the WNBA because let's be clear, this is just my opinion and my opinion only, and someone may or may not agree with it, but they they built up the WNBA to shut women the fuck up. That's That's what it is. Just like we could go all the way back. They allow women to work to shut them the fuck up because <laughs> they was like, oh, you, no offense, you bitches want to work? Fine. We need the extra tax money anyway. And we can send your kids right on to school and doctrine their ass. Boom. There you go. They literally started the NBA to shut women up because women can play ball too. We can play ball like men. We can do the same thing. I can dunk. Look at me. I can shoot a three. Yeah, we don't really care. I mean, at the end of the day, you will never hear a man say, I'll prefer to watch the WNBA over <laughs> the NBA. No. Yeah, no. And you're so never, if they just invested that. their time into growing the WNBA the way they did the G League, because they definitely grew the G League. And if they just, I felt like if they made the WNBA just as important to the NBA players as it was right. to the WNBA for the NBA players, it would be a different story, but let's just be honest. Nobody cares about anything women got going on. This is true, but that's why I, I feel like comparison is the worst thing when it comes to WNBA Listen. because you're you're expecting, and I feel like this is what people who buy these teams think. You're expecting these these this group of women, elite basketball players, to draw as much excitement from the people watching the NBA that's not going to happen that shouldn't be your but that also should not be your target market though you shouldn't be targeting men who have plenty of nba to watch you need to find other people to watch this sport and you got to make it interesting in other ways if you're catering to young women or girls in high school who play athletics or who are in athletics or in college like you're taking all of this you're you're putting all this money and stock into making men pay attention to women. And that like through the history since Adam, that has never worked. Men are not entertained when they have to pay attention to women. They hate it. Except for one time. Okay. That's That's okay. That's the only time men want to pay attention to women. It's crazy. You got to alter your target market. Like you're, you're playing into the wrong hands. The men who watch the NBA are not going to be as excited to watch the WNBA. I mean, so I'll be clear. We just talking basketball, right? No, let's go beyond that. Why do men watch the lingerie league? It ain't because they want to watch women it, play football. It ain't the competitive spirit of athletics. There you go. But the lingerie course, league. The lingerie, never set up for that. The lingerie Come league on. That's not fair. The lingerie I mean, league is very popular, and it's because men get to see women half ass naked. Naked. The NBA, they do not get that. Football. It could be lingerie golf. You'll get dudes to watch. You didn't. You didn't care about the sport when you had created it. I, I, I just can't. said that they did not <laughs> give a shit about women playing basketball. From right. Jump. 
but but notice how they were able to get viewership up without making them love the sport you mean yeah. to tell me you can't do that with women's basketball you can't find another draw you can't like give these girls modeling contracts outside of this so like the men who are fans of them on instagram and all of that stuff might peek in to see what she wore to the game what her hair looked like what she talking about you know let's be clear i literally i literally be like oh taya cooper she's so cute did she just say did she just say what she wore and what her hair looked like tweeter come on you're talking about men i don't I'm never going to tune into nothing to find out what my y'all sit and watch what Russell Westbrook wear to them damn Lakers. I was about to say, y'all be on the shoe cam to clown him. That's what you want for women. Y'all need to let Russell Westbrook be a bad bitch, and y'all need to accept it because that's what he is and that's what he embodies. And y'all trying to disrespect that man. That's why we clowning. He is a bad bitch. He is. is. LeBron Russell, on his way too. No offense. He a grown man. He got some badass bags, baby. LeBron, LeBron James has had you. some bad bitch days. I've seen them. Yes. That yes, he has. Yes, he and has. that's my point. Yeah. It's like they doing a lot. We clowning it. Y'all, we don't. Y'all don't want them for women to be the butt of the joke. No. Y'all don't want attention by any means. Listen, not by and no, want, not by any means. Not That's by any means, but like, how many times have? Because he's the butt of every joke right now. He is the yeah. bid. Russell Westbrook is the bid, like nobody else right now Definitely. in sports. Nobody is literally. Even people who don't know basketball see a clip of him and fry him and be like, "That's the guy who can't shoot, right, babe?" Yeah, because yeah. You know yeah, so women know him as the guy who can't shoot, even if they don't like basketball. That's for women, but it's funny how you mentioned. Okay, so this is about to wrap up in about 10 minutes, so we'll start another one. All right. Cool. Um, but it's funny how you mentioned things like the modeling contracts they have outside of sports, because there are certain women where that benefits them individually. It doesn't benefit the WNBA. It benefits those women individually. Uh, Cheyenne Parker is a great example. She got a whole friggin' um swimsuit calendar type situation. Mm. Right. She got her own joint going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She hasn't even played since she got pregnant. So, but she's winning individually. The problem right. is that doesn't feed back into the NBA because you're not gonna sit here and watch a whole WNBA game because Shorty fine or because you saw some cheek hanging out because it's not gonna happen during. The game. Not some cheek uh. hanging out. That's no, no, but there are uh, other I'm, ways. Like, how many times I have never, I don't know how to score a tennis game. Don't I don't want to lingerie league. No, the, you don't want a lingerie league. But how but, many times have you watched tennis because Serena was playing? Do you play tennis? Time. Do you like to, uh, plenty of times? You find ways to create catalysts, but it's because she makes the sport look great. Most Brittany men are not looks fine the whole time. She's out yeah. there. So that's what tennis has going for women. I'm going to say soccer even has that going for women that these women are kicking ass internationally. Wait, so so what did we say earlier? What did we say earlier? It's exciting. It, it is exciting. But the WNBA is not exciting. 
It has its moments. Not Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't you do that. It does but have its moments. Okay, so tell me this. What makes women's tournament basketball in college exciting? Is it the 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 win or die aspect of it? That's about that's, it for me. That's what makes college basketball exciting. across the board. Overall. Across the board. Men it's and it's women. literally the same across men and women. You are playing for your life. Yep. There's yep. nothing like seeing that shot going and knowing you won't see a team again for the rest of the year. Yep. Yep. And it's nothing like it's like not that. like that with the WNBA for some reason. It's like they got playoffs and whatnot, just like the uh, WNBA and the NBA, but it's but the playoffs. Is it. Yeah, playoffs. And I love. Playoffs. I'll be honest. And that's the rating spike Exactly. That's why I'm like, it's, I don't understand why this is the only time of year anybody cares about the WNBA stinks. because they're literally playing their hearts out every stinks. time they step on them. Exactly. But that's stinks. my that's my point is that there are ways to create the buzz or the excitement outside of these are women and they play basketball. Yeah. It's just got to be smart people in the room to try it and figure it out because playoff and it can women's be basketball, it can, I it believe can be it done. can be done. I just but like I like said people, earlier, they just don't they want don't to fucking want, do it. They don't want to do it. Because it requires them to put money on the line. No, because it's women. Like, I mean, let's yeah. just keep it a buck. Because money is like we done seen them lose tons of money over the years. For, right. They've mm-hmm. they've lost more for less. Okay. So investing in these women is really not gonna hurt their pockets that much. They right. just don't even want to feel like, oh, we wasted our money for nothing. It's like right. you can waste your money on anything else, but you're not gonna waste your money on women playing right. basketball. Because whoever paying uh Ben Simmons salary is Definitely gonna sponsor three entire WNBAs, three and and, and a whole village in Africa. Okay, okay, the whole thing. Wish they could get that back. He embarrassing. I think honestly, on another subject, he's gonna ruin contracts for people going forward. Oh, absolutely. Collective bargaining is about to get real, real old school union again. This man get wrecked. They should jump him. They should jump him. No, for real. He needed he needed his teeth kicked in a while ago. Yeah. He's about to fuck up some money for a lot of people who ain't get to touch it yet. Right. And you I ain't we're not talking about Ben Simmons. We we're not about women. That's that's another that's that's another story. Another story for another day. We got like about two more minutes left. So I'ma save getting into the meat of the point that I have as far as how y'all both say there's ways it can be done. I actually agree with both of you. And I actually have a couple of ideas. I'm excited to hear this. I'd love to hear this. So we are going to wrap this session early so it don't cut off on us in the middle of the conversation. And then we're going to start another one and come right back. Uh, Folks, it's just going to be intermission for y'all. I mean, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do the editing thing later on, but. So it looks like I get an hour now because I feel like we started this, uh, I feel like we started this at around 7.40 or so, and we let it keep going. So it looks like I get an hour on this end. And it did send me something to upgrade, so we'll talk about that if we want to think we want to do it this way going forward. Got you. All right, right, folks, we will be right back. Stay tuned. It's it's already good. It's not getting good. It's already good. It's going to get better. Promise you. We bike. 
All right, so where we left off in this uh, scintillating and uh, stimulating mentally conversation, <laughs> uh, we were talking about basically we had the lady saying that, you know, things could be done to help the WNBA players uh, be more visible, become more exciting, you know, make more bread. But men don't give a fuck about women, so that's why it ain't happening. I get to be the counter on this, where it's partially true, in my opinion. I get where they're coming from. Um, but I also disagree, and I'm going to go back to why I disagree to a point that uh, my good sister made earlier when she said that the WNBA was created to shut women up. No. It was created because men, more than anything, want to profit off of everything. That's why. Because it could have just let the women continue to play in Europe. And they can actually, by now, would have been getting paid real well what did I say earlier? The clubs already can they already exist but men saw that scratch happening over there for women and it was like mm, we want it and i said that i said they wanted want women to, to shut up but they also wanted to make money off them same reason why they let women go to work but the only women who demanded it was the women who was playing you had title oh. nine which allowed women to play college ball that was to get women to shut up that's why I said I agree with you, but there's another part to it. That's what Title IX was for, to get the women sure. to shut up. The WNBA was to profit off the women now. Because we see y'all over there, every time the Olympics come up, y'all dominate. Now y'all killing actually them. getting killing them. Yep. The Cheryl Swoops, the Lisa Leslie's, you know what I mean? Thompson, Coop, all them cooking cooking every Olympics and they're like damn we need some we made some money off the dream team we can't make no money off these bribes listen that's what I huh? said that's why I let women go to work we can make we can let y'all work yeah. and we get and y'all we for gonna get some labor, income tax labor, money and we can tax y'all dollars it's the American, same difference American men don't love nothing more than money. cheap labor yep and money okay nothing so, more so yeah, nothing. Not even yams. Not even. Oh my God, Jesus well, Christ! That might Here be true. That be. is it. it. I'm not going to disagree with you, that and that's rare. Founded on facts. Facts. I'm counting this one. This is in the books. Uh, so I mean, the the Rockefellers started that shit. They, they yeah, it's definitely in the books. They yeah. are the reason why women went to work. Okay. Yeah. Listen. And I, I have a lot of beef with that, but that that's not this podcast. <laughs> so we but, all um, talk about equal pay. One yeah. Of the, mm-hmm, one of the things that I think is the problem um, where the women are right in terms of the NBA could kind of step things up. And even Rita, how she keeps mentioning the brilliant minds. Yeah, I think that somebody is dropping the ball as far as marketing. I think that's the biggest issue. It's funny, I even talked this over with my younger niece and she keeps saying the same thing, marketing, marketing, marketing. I'm like, you know what, you're right. That's really it because as I used the Derek Jones example before, what he did marketed itself. But since women aren't doing the most exciting play in basketball, who's to say that women's basketball can't be exciting? Right. What is the other things that's in basketball that's exciting? Dunks ain't the only thing that makes basketball exciting because you have basketball players that's not known for dunking that are very exciting. Kyrie Irving. Right. You and can't even count how many dunks you see from him on two hands per year. Right. But he is known for saucing everybody. Embarrassing them. Embarrassment yeah, brings yeah. fans. It finishes. His, that's his best move. 
Like, if, if he was a video game, his finishing move is a layup. Yeah, that's crazy. This man then then made layups hot. That's yeah, he, insane. He made the layup popular. <laughs> when you, when you make a goddamn shot. Right. Yeah, the fundamental of fundamentals. Right. <laughs> he there are teenagers out here literally doing these drills to know how to do a layup like how he does a layup. Um, when I watch these girls play for McKenzie's team, I'll be like, oh, they laying up all day. That's what's easy for them. Like, I mean, going straight to the bathroom, laid up. I'm like, yeah, back in the day, we was all on the outside. We was putting them up from the outside. Like, they don't do that. They don't do that. They going straight in. Exactly. it's, It's crazy because, you know, culture definitely impacts. There, There's culture and sports that impacts, like, the next generation. Like, you look at the Steph Curry's, the Kyrie's, the... Who's the guy? Uh, oh my God, James Harden! Like all of these players who have these insane handles, right? That's all because they watched Allen Iverson and yep. like Bibby's. Like uh, the players they watched became like the culture of what it is today. Even you watch kids on like the playground now. All these kids are shooting half court shots. That obviously comes from the culture of the the three point being huge, huge now. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, like the. The videos of girls high school, but I've seen more high school girls dunk in videos over the last two years really? than I've ever witnessed in my life. I they come up on Facebook. Like people are sharing this. Yeah. Women's basketball is absolutely changing. I ain't never been able to dunk. I literally saw a 5'10 girl in a video like a week ago dunking in a high school game. Yeah. So we need to swing some attention because I I do believe just like culture impacted men's basketball i'm pretty sure it's impacting women's too we just we don't have eyes on it right now like i love to see a girl get crossed over there needs to be highlight reels of that so people go damn the girls is out there playing like that because yeah women's basketball today does not look like it did five years ago just like the nba doesn't look like it did five six seven years ago but there's got to be a way to spot like that and like nari said it's got to be like the marketing has to change like and one of the the things we were talking about when him Reese, and i were having this conversation a few weeks back was these kids that you get you getting paid to play like in the ncaa it's all about making yourself a brand so if you make yourself a brand and you put yourself out there you make yourself popular then what were we talking about earlier no one follows you from college to the big league well Mm -hmm. if you brand yourself because I'm right. telling them, you think about Taya Cooper, right? Like she's one of my favorite to watch. Yes. And it's right. Not just because of basketball. She's entertaining on the internet. Like I follow her on Instagram. Exactly. She's one of the few, right? I like I'd be like, oh, her little TikTok is cute. I ain't even on TikTok, but I watch her damn TikTok. <laughs> she's funny. She dancing right. in the locker room with her team. So now everybody knows who her teammates are. Right. That's a branding and marketing thing. And I feel like if they don't take that into their own hands and show these big wigs and these execs and these people with the dollars i can make y'all some money but y'all gotta want to give me some money first because she just won of she has a jump man jordan deal i just saw that i saw that today she's a female like that's a that's That's rare crazy that's rare that's crazy yeah, I was like, okay, you think about Roy Jones as a boxer that was with Jordan Brand, right? You know, that that's crazy. No, a female being on a that woman. team and being highly publicized for it. So it can be done. It's just like women are going to have to start forcing their hands on all of this. And if they don't do that, 
then they're going to keep treating them like fucking second-class citizens of sports. You're right. And it's got to be like from the marketing perspective, we got to show, I say we as in women, because I don't interest. play. We, we, I'm, we have I'm to show old. interest. I'm old. I, my I don't play no more. Oh, well over. Right. Like but I, I'll say this, like we got to show the people who can, mostly men, the people who can afford to have these teams or like loop these teams in with their existing brands. Like you can make money here because one thing that's definitely going to keep the league from expanding and spending a lot of money on players is you look at the track record for teams that had that had WNBA teams and then went out of business. I don't want to put millions of dollars in something that historically has been failing. So like you said, you got to find the other ways to bring the money in. Like, damn, this girl got 3 million followers. If we put her on her, our team and we find ways to push sneakers to those people and maybe they'll watch a little basketball like your money's coming in in different ways that is definitely yep. an approach yeah because these these kids got brands they do yes they are they, brand all themselves like really they don't need sports like and they start building their brands from the time they put a cell phone in their hand you're talking 10 11 year olds with massive with there's babies with pages, child. Right. I'm just like, damn, like y'all started and, kids early. And massive followings. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. You gotta start early. I mean, if you if as a parent, if you're gonna Should make starting early. Yeah, if as a parent, if you're gonna make, you know, basketball uh important thing for your kid, then you might as well just go ahead and start branding them off rip because you're gonna need to do that in order for them to really get any real exposure, get where they're trying to go and make any money because right. ultimately that's what it's all about i mean and that's yeah. a little scary that's a little scary to do so i understand the struggle for parents yeah. because you don't want your kid to feel like they work in a job when you want them to still be in well, love some parents the do that anyway because they want them to they go make, they want them to go pro so that they can they, pay the bills you know right. what i'm saying Absolutely. so if that's, the, if that's the deal put some work in parents like make it make make your right. kid the brand Right. Stop waiting for these coaches. Be the brand these, manager. Exactly. You stop waiting for these coaches to get these money for these players because they're getting fucked on the back end because you're not there to help them. You want it to be important to them so they can bring money home. But literally, like these women, they're not getting no money to support their family. Like, how many of these women really like? Yo, you couldn't have told me somebody's average, average salary in a WNBA was 79K. Seven. Like, that's crazy. It's insulting. It's very insulting. It's ain't no goddamn way like ain't no i don't way. care what sport you, you can play you can be an elite badminton player you need yeah. to be making more than that like <laughs> can i i'm just i agree I'm, i agree like it's playing professionally yeah. yes Pro- professionally yes you so now I see why people across go the country right yeah i see yeah. people overseas like it, it's crazy. literally it's literally the money don't make enough sense the money right. don't make enough sense the you know what i'm saying nothing. um the math, the math ain't, ain't the math ain't mathing. Math you know, it's funny, so, like, again, talking yeah. about trends and marketing, like, compare 20, 2022, whatever year we in, I can't tell with the, the pansexual going on outside. But think about how many high school basketball clips we watch now as compared to even five years ago, like with Bronny James and all these Sierra Canyon. I didn't know what a Sierra Canyon was when I first heard of it, but like, yeah. think about how many high school basketball clips like the branding is starting so much earlier now like i can mm-hmm. name high school basketball players outside of my city that's unheard of like i do feel like 
if not for the WNBA or playing overseas, these girls and like you said, their parents definitely need to be taking taking advantage of that kind of attention. Like, hey, listen, people hate this man, but the Ball brothers, their father, he was on to something. Okay, okay, and I think if he had had girls, it would have been no different. I because that that's just who he was. Exactly, that's That's just who he is. And yeah, it's like, so if you're going to put your kids in sports and you want them to go make that money, you right. need to be that type of parent. Because otherwise... And, and, and let, let's be honest. Um, his his sons have definitely grown and they're, we've watched their basketball IQ improve over the last few years. They but they trash. weren't that goddamn exceptional let, when he honest, was pushing they them. They were trash. I disagree entirely. They had lots of potential, but they were not elite players. Sorry, they were trash. At the levels they were at before the NBA? Before the NBA. They were. were, Period. Not to be in there with nobody. You had a little boy who was cooking as a underage high school freshman. You had this linebacker averaging 30 points a game. And you had Lonzo looking like one of the best point guards you will ever see. How was it shooting? How was it shooting? How was it shooting? Level, they were proficient. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh. Not impressive. Prof- yeah. I, I wasn't it's giving me Ben. It's giving me Ben Simmons. That's what it's giving me. It's giving me Ben Simmons. They were shooting. I mean, he's an all-star. By what standard? Exactly. Who else, who else was hit? Who else was hit for numbers of that team, though? On eighteen, nobody else. Okay, there you go. I this, feel, I feel like their dad, their dad boosted their stock High by course. leaps and High bounds. Heard it, and he also heard it. That's oh, why. Y'all Back that about too. how bad they was when they got to the pros. Yeah. Yes, that's why when they get to the pros, <laughs> yes, he gonna get there. Leave him alone. Maybe. <laughs> I'll get for him. That's why he ain't get there yet. That's one of the reasons he ain't get there yet. But that's a entirely different conversation but um in terms of marketing i get what y'all saying about him and i can't argue that marketing he, he was on top yeah, he's a, a genius and then when yeah, his son got arrested overseas he was able to get him out of there so i don't he know maybe call him. call him to help with this britney situation because uh <laughs> you see, then, you got, then you got shit like that that happened right Right. So what do you think they saying? See, this is why we don't even want to be bothered with this because they they go overseas, can't even act right. Right. Come on, don't act like don't, no player. Oh, that's not the no narrative. Like that. That's not the narrative going on because she's the only person in this jam. It's not her and three teammates. It's her. And one of the reasons why you don't see the big old free Britney campaign popping everywhere, people don't like Britney Griner. Yeah, this ain't her first rodeo okay. with that. Okay. okay, so I'm gonna address that delicately. Um, I mean, I like her, but. I mean, she she's been a villain. She yeah, has, she has been, been villainized. She's been she villainized. Has, no, she, no, 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 she hasn't been villainized. She's been a villain. She's been a villain. Okay. She's been villainized, but she's also been a villain. I'll say both. I mean, she has yeah. her villain moments. I will say. Yeah. How about so, that? I mean, Brittany Griner is a fuckboy, and I think this is a safe space to say oh, that. Okay. Brittany Griner okay. is a fuckboy. But guess yes. what? <laughs> fuckboys deserve to be brought home and fuckboys deserve to not have trumped up charges brought against them for CBD and for hemp exactly. oils or for things that don't even have psycho psychoactive effects. You know what I mean? Like she can be a fuckboy and still deserve better. Yeah, she 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 needs to be treated Damn. fairly on that. She she done had her piece of shit moments, but that right there ain't like, what they doing to her. 
Dennis Rodman was an asshole and lots of people didn't like him for a lot of reasons. But if it was him in this situation, he don't even like him today, right now, he don't even play ball anymore. Mm. I feel like there would be a he He is beloved. That's the difference. Lesbians love Brittany Griner, maybe not for basketball, but for other reasons. Let me tell you, I have seen more tweets of damn she fine when talking about her being arrested than I ever should have. Like, why are we talking about this? Straight women think that this six nine girl is attractive. I don't, but that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is. Is that so? Yeah. <laughs> Brittany Brown and I cute on no female scale, if you ask I, me. I, I, you can I'll make any female cute. Her any day. I mean, you can make uh, any female cute with the right amount of makeup. Uh, Listen, I, I can say she's not my cup of tea and she still deserves to be home. And she still yes, deserves to have the advocacy behind her that we would find behind any other. If you take the best player from any other league of any other sport in the world and put them in Russia. They're going to go good. They're going to go there. And this is a different situation. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. If this was Diana Taurasi, they'd be screaming, free oh. Diana from the roof. Right now. We sent a SEAL Team 6 in there to go get her. Facts. Right now. Major extraction plan going on right about now, okay? <laughs> okay. They're they blowing shit up. So, okay. yeah, it's and crazy. Have- making it happen i'm just i i just don't like how this caught in a terrible situation she got so much against her and then they they taking advantage of it to you know do it dirty like this yeah that's that's a messed up situation but yeah i gotta i gotta get back to the marketing thing right so here's here's something i want to address with you guys um because i'm not sure if you remember but it's had its peaks and valleys as far as WNBA is concerned and I think that marketing has been tied to every peak mm-hmm. and the lack thereof every battle. So you had these slogans. I don't know if y'all remember. We got next. I don't know if y'all remember yes, that. Yes, that was like, yes. yeah. They had commercials for it. I remember yeah, commercials. Yeah. Right. Then you had the era where um, these star elite women basketball players had a male counterpart. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember. And that was played. It would literally show a video of this NBA player doing that. This Lisa Leslie was yep. like best friends with Kobe Bryant. Yes, yep. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, well, why shouldn't you? Look, 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 casual person who doesn't care about basketball. If you're watching that, women do it too. Hello. Right. <laughs> look. Now women do it too. Right. Now you have nothing. Like I think, and this is just me personally, I think that one of the biggest votes they missed out on was this particular player, right? Shoney Shimmel. She was literally bringing and one style handles mm-hmm. like right. Stephon Marbury spin passes, <laughs> all types of cre- deep threes before it right. became a thing in the NBA. Yeah. Now she got hurt, so her career got cut short. But she ended up making the All Star game her rookie year, and she was put nice. on the show. And it's literally one of their highest watched All Star games through the entire existence of the WNBA. The next highest is because Candace Parker was a big deal oh, that yeah. year. Yo, I've, yo. You know what I'm saying? I've, Marketing I've, behind Candace Parker is awesome. Yeah, awesome. but I, I, I do feel like she was also a big part of her own brand, too. Oh, for like, sure. Definitely. For sure. She's built, not bought. She's built, not bought when yeah. it comes to her brand. Right. Everything is from the bottom. But then again, 
it's literally been since she was in high school. Yeah, exactly. Coming out of Naperville. Yeah. Yep. Feel me? So when she was playing in Tennessee and they won the championship, so it's like it's easy to connect the two. Like I said, they're not following. For her, she made it easy to follow. She's doing the same thing over here. Then she ends up in the WNBA rookie of the year. Right. They win a they about to win a chip. Yeah. She's right next to Lisa Leslie, the icon. That marketing in and of itself. You have the future of the WNBA versus the icon, one of the found founding pillars of the WNBA. That marketing boosted. You had Maya Moore who came through. A young female MJ, they called her, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think she was like the first person to get a Jordan deal. Like brand is a woman. Yeah. Yes. yes, she was. Yeah. Yes. So you see what I'm saying? Like it's right. ways it can be done. I don't know why you don't know who the best female ball handler in the WNBA is. You should. You absolutely should. And yeah. I think like even the people who watch can't tell me who that is. I think, and this goes back to like. My the original Allen, point, the or the Trey Young, or the right, um, right, or the you know, what I'm saying um, whatever that equipment is in the WNBA, you should needs know to it. Be on post, yeah, need right. to be on highlight reels. Y'all should be pumping her joint every chance you get. Fran Believe is not playing tons of minutes over there at Stanford University, hmm. but every single time this girl dunks since she's been doing it in high school. It's, it's a big deal around the world. It's mm-hmm. on sports. Center. That's what you're it's supposed to do, right? That's what I you're mean... supposed to. I remember Candace Parker. Her dunk was a big deal. Lisa Leslie. Her dunk was a big deal. Michelle Snow almost caught Ali Hoop in All Star yes. game. That was a big deal, and she missed. <laughs> I'm about to say yeah. I mean, she didn't she didn't execute, but uh, it was it was. But it looked it good. Was, yeah, the approach was good. Yeah, it's kind of like how you said people started to start seeing potential like oh so this can happen right and that's why i feel like it's i'm starting to see stuff in high school games high school girls games so i know that's all that's only a glimpse that's a glimpse of what's happening in these games we need to be highlighting that everywhere because it makes people go they flip by a girls game and might stop for a second and be like i didn't know they were doing that over there yeah y'all remember that 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 video that went around and everybody said, oh my God, this girl caught this crazy dunk. Whole time it was a boy. Tell me that. I remember that? Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I remember that. That video got shared a whole bunch. So this is what I'm trying to tell y'all. It's like, it's not just, oh, well, man, don't give it that. It's like... Go ahead, say it. Women have to give men a reason to give a damn and women have to give women a reason to give women need to give a damn just because in my opinion that's that's the other part that i was going to get to I'm women if for no other reason need to support because if you don't it won't just come i mean but how many women are because you have nba players wearing wnba women's like how you said they coming in on it and you notice the dress code right every year there's wnba there's nba players wearing a wnba players jerseys. that's true that's on true. the on the wall yeah. Every single year, and especially when their playoffs start, not when the NBA playoffs start, when the WNBA playoffs start, these dudes are rocking whole ensembles. Somebody had on Candace Parker's jersey yeah. and her sneak she got from Adidas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I it's just... not like support doesn't exist. It's that honestly, in my opinion, women don't give a damn enough. 
I know. I feel like the support is not long lasting enough to make others give a damn enough. Right. And I mean, think about it. There are not a lot of women that are really in the sport. So if I feel like, why do, so let me ask this question. Why do women watch sports most of the time? Like the layman woman or like women who actually play sports. Like the layman I feel women, like the regular women, the um, regular degulars. I, I mean, why do regular the regular women, de- I, why do regular degular women watch sports? Because they watch it with their man, right? Boom. So that is the only way. If men make it important for women sport, then I feel like it will be made important across the board. Because otherwise. Most women don't give a damn. Let's be honest. Half the time, women don't like supporting other women any goddamn way. Ooh. I said it. I said it. Let's just I didn't be... know it was going to be this type of podcast. I wasn't prepared. I didn't have notes for this. Pray for my soul. But let's just be honest. I mean, because. You're not wrong. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. You're not I mean, you're not, not wrong. I don't want to be mean about it, but. I am one of the most supportive people across the board. Now I can tell you, like, I have a young lady, I love watching her play. I've been watching her play since she was young and started. I literally could be like, oh, I'm only here to see her play. But nah, I'd be out there cheering for all of the girls on the team. I'd be watching all of the reels on their page. I'd be sharing. I'd be like, nah, look at this girl. This is what she Because you're interested. Exactly. You understand it. Exactly. You like it. Right. Me interested in Mackenzie. Exactly. I got him interested in you watching her. Make me interested in Mackenzie because I rock with you. And the way you say that men do it for women, it's in reverse. I don't, you don't hear it every rap. Dudes do what women do. If a if dudes listen to certain songs because a woman likes, it. yep, true. Uh, that's true. Okay, true. I mean, certain shows true. because they woman watch I mean, it. And they you, I got you listening to Megan Thee Stallion. So I mean, I cannot. I cannot. I'm dead serious. I was like, this <laughs> is this is my alter ego. Now listen to this bitch. She be spitting. No Nah, you like you like Houston rappers. This is my girl right here. She's from your hometown. Tune in. Uh, all right. They'll hit the like button. <laughs> yes, you, know, you like you know, it. I like. <laughs> oh, I just, okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, double tapping. Yeah. I was in. Here, here for it. Here for I mean, but I'm, imagine like, you look at how Megan has branded herself. Imagine like she does a brand deal or endorsement or a commercial for a WNBA game. Like, you can't tell me that the three of us can come up with 15 ideas right now that may or may not work, but look a hell of a lot better than what I'm seeing right now in the league. They just have to be invested in investing in them. And I think that's the biggest problem. They don't want to put the time, energy, and effort into investing in them. And it's really, unfortunately, I hate to say it, it's kind of going to become people like us, our job to hype these females that we know are phenomenal players and make others be like, Oh damn, Shawty Josh, she out there cooking over right. there. She shooting the lights Absolutely. out. Oh, she saw some niggas. I bet you right. she could go against LeBron. And it's like if we now we're in the um, you know, the social media and the digital age where we can right. share those things. Think Real about easy. it. Back in the day, you know, flip phone, camera, video, shit was terrible. Nobody's watching Awful. that. I can't even see who in this video. Exactly. You like, I don't know. I can't even tell what Jane and Bobby, I'm sorry. Yes. You came in the wrong period, man. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> came out in the wrong period because you are one of the best ball handlers I've seen on this earth, male or female. I remember a couple years ago, some of her clips from saw some dudes on the court made this round. Wearing their ass she, out. She was a team. Like, I don't know who's old enough to remember Hoops TV. 
but that I was literally Hoops the TV. first time I seen so her in Hoops TV right. her thing. Then I don't know what's going on because I'm not in New York. Like you said, our, our capabilities, our internet capabilities ain't stretching it's that far. very different. Yeah. Very different. So it's not until she's at Tennessee again that I can start sharing. But again, she's still right. a different type of player at Tennessee. Yeah. And then her WNBA career was kind of like she had to be a different type of player there. She couldn't show all that she showed. Why? That's exactly. Why? Why? Start allowing these girls to, to put play. on a show. Let them ball out. Let them ball out. All the way through. Nope. They want them to play all fundamentals. The because they want to put limits on Stop them. handcuffing these girls when they get to college. Right. Yeah. I don't understand the limitations they put on these girls, handcuffing them and not letting them play. It's like, why do you want to watch? It's boring. I don't want to see. It is. The only person I've ever cared to watch them play ball from a fundamentals aspect was fucking was Tim Duncan. There you go. Tim Duncan, go. that's He's it. Good ass, like, old-fashioned Uncle Basketball. That's, that's what I want to say. Uncle Basketball? Uncle Basketball. This nigga <laughs> play Uncle Basketball. Yeah, he do. And be talking low-key shit. And we shit. love and it. I'm like, this yes, nigga is interesting. But let anybody else play ball like that. You're like, fucking cut this Trash. shit off. I'm not watching <laughs> this shit. Who is this person? So, yeah, I'm why y'all out here making females play fundamentals? on the court no let them hoop yeah let them, let, let them go because for one thing i do know about men as a person who played basketball like if you're good men will play with you if you're good men will like gas you up to other men that's what they do that's what they do. and you get on the court and they be like she about to cook you watch like Men will because like, it's not about your gender it's about the entertainment aspect it's about the competitive aspect so if you're gonna let girls play let them play another thing real quick i just want to say like when it comes to branding and marketing for a long time like when we were kids they worked really hard to keep like hip-hop and basketball very very separate and now Uh, now that's not the case that's not and this i feel like back to the megan the stallion point it's like we gotta find the ways that make things global in the WNBA. Like if you attach certain women rappers to these players, to these games, like mm-hmm. Houston, like if they got a team, Meg need to be repping them. Whatever female rapper or woman rapper from your city, like you need to be putting them on. You, They need to be rapping over the commercials. We do need to bring campaigns back. And the women who women like need to be the face of they these campaigns. Memphis with uh, mm-hmm. come on, what's Yuck Mouth's name? God damn, Yuck Mouth. Wait a minute, how we money bag yo? I can't understand <laughs> shit he be saying if he ain't rapping. When he talking, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. When he rapping, I got him, but I don't know what he just. But literally, they did this he like whole. A savant? They did this whole commercial for sports for Memphis, and it was like everything Memphis was in that a rapper, a basketball player, football. Everything Memphis was on that fucking commercial. Why they can't do that for women? Merged hip hop. It's kind of what you're because saying. Because besides job, who cared about Memphis basketball? Not nobody. Nobody. Not nope. a damn soul. But again, hip hop. You got a solid one solid player. One solid yeah. one. Just one. It's not a super great team. Yeah. And boom, you you branded that. Yeah. Same effect. I feel like. Stuff like that being done changes the game for, you know, circling back to the topic at hand. 
women not maybe not making the same amount of money but getting more money because they deserve it period i mean i don't think that they're ever going to be paid to play like nba players but i feel like if the money can be made and bought in they definitely deserve to get it but the problem is until we start pushing the agenda for their sport to be just as important as men's sports that money is not going to happen for them. I would love right. to see it happen. I'm not against it, right. but it got like what we say earlier, got to make sense. The dollars right. got to make sense and the math got to math. And right now, I think because they just don't care to make it make sense, the right. women are just suffering. Because like, a man can hate women's basketball, but if he can profit off of it, he will put the money yeah. in. There you go. That's there, you go. there you go. I wholeheartedly believe it. There you it. go. And it's just like, like you said, if us three can sit here and devise a plan to make it happen, these people can do the same thing. And it's just right. like somebody has to make it important to them. And but like then why said, isn't it coming from the WNBA? I think they're scared. I think they're scared. I think they're in the, listen, we we got we we got what we got. We should be happy we got Ooh. what we got, and we're not gonna right. push the agenda. I really Ooh. feel like that's what it is. And some women, like you said, are paid more than others, and some are just barely getting a average salary. Right. And it's like, come on, y'all. What what the fuck is that about? Like what, I gotta what? go overseas. I gotta play this season, stay conditioned, can't even eat like I want to, can't hit the McDonald's in the off season like Kevin Harden be doing. Yeah, I gotta go over here and keep balling to take care of my family. Yeah, that's crazy. In a smaller market. Mm-hmm. A smaller market. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. So all right. So they say we got five minutes to wrap, folks. So um I think this was really good. I think this was really beneficial. I think we kicked around a lot of ideas that, you know what I mean, maybe we should find a way to sell to these folks over Right. There. Who do I talk to? Link me to the yeah. WNBA and the NBA. I got some ideas. I can be a consultant. Let's put a marketing plan. But together, honestly, I think, I think that's what it is. I think they need people who care to be involved in these conversations exactly. and be in these rooms, whether it's the NBA or the WNBA. They need people who feel like personally they right. could benefit yeah. from making this happen. Um, Cause damn, what you said about them being cool, what they got—that's crazy shit. Um, I ain't Cause why not demand about. more? I mean, you saw how them, them yeah, soccer players—they stood up on tables, bitch. Y'all gonna right. pay us, but they like, felt they like they deserved it. They right. felt like we they put in more maternity. Exactly. I mean, in the collective bargaining agreement, which is great. Which and to be honest, have. that shit right. is important, just as important as money. Because I mean, women are the only people I know yes. that can pop babies out their pussy, so they need that no. break and they need to be paid for that break. I haven't heard of anyone else being able to do it. So yeah. Yeah, you know, women are phenomenal. <laughs> I ain't even gonna get into that do. conversation. Listen. I'm not gonna get into that conversation. Talk to me when but, you uh, pop a baby listen, out, all right? Listen, I'm gonna shut up. Thanks <laughs> for uh, being made. <laughs> I mean, I typically do make good points. <laughs> let's, let's close out with our closing <laughs> remarks, man. This was fun. Yes, I do. Rita, you're the best. I- so you are first. Closing remarks. Um, free Britney Griner. Uh, bring homegirl home. Whether <laughs> we love her or not, she deserves to be home. Free Britney Griner. That's my closing remark. Facts. What's that? Facts. Oh, tell them where they can find you. Yes. Not a oh. promo. 
All right, boom. So um, I am the co-host of the Problematic Podcast. So, you know, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, the Problematic Pod. You can find me on Instagram at really underscore Rita six. Follow me. I follow back. Uh, Well, for this being our first show out the gate for the Life Be Life and Podcast, I really enjoy having you on, Rita. Your energy was great. I enjoyed your commentary. And your inputs on the topic because uh this is definitely a touchy topic very for, much. Women, and for, for some women yeah no problem thank you for coming on and now i'm definitely looking forward to more of this um i'm just gonna enjoy it as it comes so um on ig is just being mimi uh just that easy j-u-s-b-n-m-e-m-e follow me and i might follow you back i don't know i don't do weirdos so okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, once again, thank you both ladies for your energy, uh, your wit, your insight. You know I mean, bringing this side to the table that I personally could not see. That's what makes these conversations work. Uh, that's what's going to make the world go around. And that's what's going to make things better for everybody involved. Uh, this is your favorite coach's favorite coach, Coach Nari. Coach underscore Nari on IG. Um, life be life. And we just put up the, the, the IG today. Okay, so that's life be lifing with the G, not N. You feel me? Go ahead, follow. It's not allowed on the page yet, but we getting there. Like I said, we just have to start. But thank you all for everybody who joined, everybody listening. If you like it, share it. If you don't like it, tell us why. Um, Hit the link tree. Show love to the Two Kings 215 podcast as well. Um, And um, on behalf of Demisha and Rita, y'all be safe out there. Be respectful, be smart, and be good to yourselves. Good night, y'all. Good night, Night, y'all.